Hey guys, you're listening to Soul Food. My name is Daniel and I'm the pastor for a church called Soul here at Alustar in Malaysia. Now, I'm a curious kind of guy and I love to learn new stuff. So, in this podcast, we will dive into conversations with different individuals that will help us with our views of certain habits and behaviors that take place in our culture. I believe the conversations on this podcast will help us to expand our perspective. This is Soul Food. Let's dive right in. Hey guys, welcome back to Soul Food. Um, this episode is brought to you by friends and family of Soul. So a couple of nights ago, maybe a couple of weeks ago, uh, Ayla and I were lying down and one of our rituals, if you follow me on IG, you know, is we like to watch cooking videos before we sleep. And so now Reels is in Malaysia and so we were just scrolling endlessly and we came across this video of this young Cheche, as my daughter would call her, and she was making something with tofu and all. And I was like, wow, this is pretty interesting. And what caught my attention was she ended the video with a prayer. She was like, thank you, Jesus, for the food. Bless the food to my body. In Jesus' pray, amen. Right, I'm just paraphrasing. And my daughter and I, we were, and my daughter was like so excited. She's like, Papa, she, she said grace, you know? She, she said a prayer. And, and I was like, yeah, she did. And, that, that, and I think maybe, I took about like 45 minutes thinking about like, Wow, this girl, is she really risk it? Is she bold? What is she trying to do? Make a stand and all? But here she is being bold with her content. I mean, she has like 200K followers on TikTok. She's hitting the 50K mark right now on IG. Today, I'm just excited and thrilled to have Kristen. How are you? Hi, thank you for having me. I'm good. <laughs> I just, I just want to say thank you so much for doing this. And really, I am still blown away by your content on IG and TikTok as well. Good job. My God. Thank you. <laughs> so what made you want to like share your content? Um, I think I felt like there was, there was not a lot of vegan Malaysian content. Right. Like, you know, there's, I think there are a lot of recipes and people who create vegan recipes online, but not a lot of Malaysianized content. So that's what I wanted. That's the gap that I wanted to fill, I guess. Mm -hmm, yeah. Mm -hmm. Veganism in Malaysia. Yeah, I think we could do more of it, right? Uh, but <laughs> before we get to, to that, I think what I'm really inspired by is you are 17. Mm, yeah. You know, I know a lot of 17-year-old right now, especially with the pandemic, you know, this is like, yay, PUBG, 24-7, <laughs> you know, Valorant, non-stop, let's go, you know what I mean? But here you are, um, because the reality of creating content is the hard work. You've got yeah. to record the video, and then you look at yourself and like, Ugh, I love this. <laughs> Re-record it again, right? Yeah. And then, um, uh, I love your visuals as well. You, I think you have a creative direction. And do you edit all the videos by yourself? Yeah, I do everything from the recipe testing to editing. Oh my god! Yeah. Recipe testing to the editing and all. Yeah. <laughs> so, so yeah. How much time is needed? Oh, I actually did like some calculation the other day. Because I just wanted to manage my time and I was like just seeing how much time it takes for me to produce that one 
probably like 30 second to one minute video mm-hmm. from recipe testing and planning to like the end product. It takes about like eight to nine hours. Wow. Yeah. And, which is and, quite a lot. <laughs> yeah. But of course, eight to nine hours spread across. Yeah, definitely. A few days. Yeah, spread right. across like a week because there are a lot of different, there are a lot of different steps to producing the, the type of content that I produce. Right. Yeah. And, and, and I think um, what I want to ask you next is, so how many contents are you producing in a week right now? Um, <laughs> I think at the moment, I'm producing three recipe videos, 30 seconds to one minute, but mostly 30 seconds. I try to keep it short, like three recipe videos. And uh-huh. I also do YouTube. I actually have a YouTube channel, but, oh, like, but, yes. but that is like my personal YouTube channel. So three, three recipe videos and a YouTube video a week. So, so each video is about nine hours or is that including in that nine hours as well? Um, each video is nine hours. The YouTube video, what? it's a bit hard to gauge. Yeah. yeah, but the YouTube video takes a lot longer to edit. <laughs> wow. Yes, I can see why the YouTube video is longer to edit mm-hmm. because you put in so much effort into it. Uh, guys, check it out on YouTube as well. Um, that's why I found out you had your gap year. Right? Mm. Oh, yeah. I think yeah. We, we will talk about it later on as well. But I think today for this episode, I, I really want to focus on you being bold to create content at, mm. at your age, you know, I think a lot of people during the gap year, they want to take their time to discover themselves. Mm-hmm. And I've met a lot of young people who just actually, you know, I mean, nothing wrong with it, you know, just to mm-hmm. be by themselves, you know, binge watch on Netflix and everything. <laughs> but I think there is a beauty to being proactive. There is a beauty mm. in doing something. What are your thoughts about that? Um, I, yeah, I actually decided to take, to take a gap year after high school. And the reason I wanted to was because at the time I had many passions and interests and I just didn't really know what direction I wanted to go in, what I wanted mm. to study in college. So I decided to take a year to, um, I wanted to have some work experience. So I did like, I did some research saying it was very fun. Uh-huh. Um, yeah. And then I just wanted to like do what I, in, I enjoy doing. Like at the time it was dancing and like learning languages mm-hmm. and just see, because like, many things can happen within a year. Yes. I thought that perhaps during my gap year, I can finally close in on what I might want to study and what I might want to do. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Right. I see. And have you come close to knowing what you want to study, what you want to do, or are you still discovering? I... I think I'm still discovering, but I feel like my like I have sort of narrowed down to right. like the things that I want to do, which I feel like is good lah. Because for me, sometimes I feel like I got too many options. Right. Yeah. Like I just cannot decide. This is something that I always tell uh, my youth. You know, um, I love this generation and the generations to come because options are beautiful, but mm. sometimes options can be like a curse as well. Because mm, yes. Right. Just cannot decide. <laughs> <laughs> I think, well, yeah. This is something for you to really go through and better. And, and that's why when you say, you know, if you're if you're still discovering, you know, and if you say you have narrowed it down, I think it's it's good, you know. Um, and even if you say you're still discovering, hey, it's okay, you know, I think there's just so many options out there that I think mm-hmm. it's just gonna swallow you up. But I think what I like what you have done is that you were 
proactive. You were active even during mm-hmm. your your discovery. You know how some people would just say that, yeah, I want to discover myself, but... It didn't... <laughs> Oh la, you want to discover yourself watching <laughs> Netflix all the time, you know what I mean? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I, I mean, nothing wrong with Netflix, right? I mean, we... we, we yeah, I love a good Netflix too. <laughs> yeah, you know. Uh, what, 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 what episodes or what favourite shows on Netflix do you watch? You My know? parents and I, we recently finished Vincenzo. Like, the, <laughs> the latest episode was last Sunday, so we finished it. Oh yeah, it was gosh. so good. Highly recommend 10 out of 10. <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh man uh, This is something I, I'm still trying to learn How people would just enjoy K-dramas This is something my wife and my oh, mom wait, You don't? I, I don't know I'm, I'm still trying to Like mm. I get bored so easily Like What? Really? <laughs> like for me right I I don't know Like Like for example The what, what, crash landing on you or something uh-huh. Yeah that one was really good too for me, all the while, like, it makes no sense. How can someone fly to North Korea? Like, it makes sense to me. Uh. Then what kind, of, what kind of movies or, like, shows do you like? Okay, so so if you ask me this, right, I, I like movies that you don't have to think. So I, I watch a lot of comedies. Oh, okay, okay. Right. Uh, I, I think because, like, uh, after listening to a lot of podcasts and uh, I like to read as well, you know, I, sometimes when I watch Netflix, I think Netflix knows my algorithm as well. So it always brings me like Adam Sandler, mm. you know, um, the recent one that that uh, I, I just, not, not just watch, but I enjoy watching my daughter is Eurovision. I don't know if you watch it, but it's, Will, like, it's like Will mm. Ferrell. It's, it's just really stupid. Lah. Okay. So you don't, you don't have to think. So yeah, that, that's me. Lah. That's me and my choices. And of course, a lot of documentaries as well. Mm-hmm. So like the ones about like murderers and like... Mm. Pablo Escobar, but yeah, I mean, we can go on on, on that. La. But <laughs> yeah, you know, coming back to this and again to you creating your content, um, I think what's fascinating as well was I think, or maybe I might be wrong, it took you a long while to think about your sign-off, which ends with a prayer. <laughs> um, it's actually quite, quite interesting. I actually didn't think much about it. Right. I I'm not sure whether I not sure whether I planned it beforehand, but because you know I'm like filming and then it's time to bite into the food and I just pray because that's what I do. I pray before I eat. Mm-hmm. And then later when I was editing, I was like, should I include it? Like, why not? So because it's what I do, ma, like so I just decided to include it in law. There wasn't, I don't think there was a lot of deep, deep thinking. Right. Yeah. Besides the, I, I love, I love, okay, first, first and foremost, I like when you say that, yeah, that's what I do. Ma. It shows your family culture. It shows your personal culture. And, and I love that. Um, but besides that, like, while you were editing, what made you like, oh, yeah, should I take this out? What was that? That thought in your head? I mean, like, just thinking, because I always have to think about, like, what kind of shots I want to include. And there's always the time limit. Mm-hmm. But, I mean, there's just this, like, should I include it or not? Should I cut it out? Like, but I just, like, just decided not to. Uh. Right. Mm. I, like I said in our conversation earlier, before we started recording, I think um, it's really bold of you to do that. You know? I think there are a lot of Christians out there who don't even dare to say grace when they're having a meal outside. <laughs> you, you know what I mean? 
But now as I'm talking to you, I just I just sense that this is part of your culture. This is part mm-hmm. of you, who you are, you know, and you do it so effortlessly. And here I am thinking, you know, that, oh my gosh, did this girl, you know, um, maybe think twice or mm-hmm. uh, maybe have a deep thought about it. But no, you are like, no, this is what I do. This is who I am. Who I, am. I, I always pray before I eat. And so I think that that's what makes your content unique and genuine as well. Mm, thank you. You know, and, and that's why it caught my attention you know, and my daughter's attention as well when we were scrolling in, you know. I mean, because like, let's be very real, there are a lot of videos out there as well about cooking and, uh-huh, yeah. and stuff, right? And so, but when you do that, like it's it's your signature, one of your signature, you know, so. Yeah. I, it just it just really encourages me, you know, mm-hmm. when he sees that. When I see that, sorry. So, coming back to your content and all, um, what do your friends think about it? Um, my high school friends are actually super supportive. Right. Like, I have the best high school friends, I think. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, I think at the beginning, when I first started out, yeah, they were all very encouraging. And my parents were also very encouraging. And they were just like, I wouldn't say they were like, oh, you know, you're going to do so great, you know, that kind of thing. But they were uh-huh. like, if you think you want to do this, and then you just do it lah. Yeah. Why, why does your school sound like heaven one? Like, <laughs> so nice one? <laughs> I mean, I went to, I went to like a private home, private school, but it was actually a Christian school. Right, right. Christian yeah. school kind of setting or center? Uh, yeah, Christian homeschool center-ish. We did IGCSEs. Right. But I mean, like not everybody was Christian. Nah. Like not all the students were Christian, of course. But yeah. yeah. What, what's the name of your center? Um, it's called Pathway Christian Center. Shout out to Pathway Christian <laughs> Center. For being so supportive. So who being are a your, great high school. So yeah. who are your most supportive friends? Like, come on, Christine, you gotta do this. Um, no, no, they like when whenever I posted a picture, they will comment or they will follow or they share. Sometimes they text me if something happens. Like, they'll text me and say like, "I'm so proud of you," and like they will share stuff on their story and. Right. It just means it means a lot, lot, especially when like my friends who know me personally are doing this. So yeah. what so what are the names that when you see like oh man makes my day? You mean the name of my friend? Yeah. Um like some of them are my, are my church friends as well. Uh-huh. Like Dorothy, oh. um Kelly, um um Dana. Yeah, all these people. Yeah. I, I have many more, many more. Yeah, I mean of course, yeah, the rest are unimportant. No, I'm just kidding, of course. Do what? You. <laughs> but but what I'm trying to say is that you know when you see like name like Dorothy and Tina right for example like it really makes your day you know what I mean like oh gosh like really supportive friends and all mm, yeah um yeah because you know maybe it's my background lah you know from, mm-hmm. from where I was young before like you know whenever you want to do something right wow I tell you what goes through my head is like the the mockery from friends Mm-mm-mm-mm-mm. you know yeah. Oh, like, dude, you're doing this? You started mm-hmm. this? You sure not? You know, like, mm. like I want to be very honest. Like, even when I started this podcast, right? Um, I, I had supportive friends, but because of, you know, the detrimental effect when you're younger and all mm-hmm, supportive mm-hmm. friends, man, it took me a while. Like, should I do it? Should mm-hmm. I not do it? Is anyone going to listen to this? You know, mm-hmm. but I really thank God, you know, just to be bold and to do it. And I'm just glad, you know, it took me to, 
to different conversations, to me through different conversations with people. Yeah. With like you as well. So I'm sure people have asked you before and this is something that maybe it's like an SOP answer for you. But <laughs> I like I like to pick your brain. Like, you know, how, how would you really encourage like young people to really start their own content? You know, because the, the reality is this, like I know of people, young people as well today, who actually mm-hmm. have a lot of recordings on their phone. Mm. Like a ton. Like I know of this young guy who I think is a, a really good gamer, right? Mm. And he's recording himself a lot. And I keep encouraging him like, go post your video up mm-hmm, and show mm-hmm. people your, your or make it a live stream even. Yeah. He's just so nervous, like so scared, mm-hmm. you know. And of course, at the same time, like I said, there's some people who have a lot of videos, mm-hmm. a lot of like, you know, maybe it could be from cooking, I guess, to mm-hmm. maybe workout. Yeah. Well, how will you encourage them? I, I think the fear is very real. Like, especially if it's something that you've never done before, putting yourself out there. Because, like, when you put yourself out there, it's like another different part of you that people have never seen. And there's always that fear of being judged. Or the fear that, um, you know, that people will talk about you and make fun of you. Mm-hmm. But I think something that... But I feel like the truth is a lot of people, they are kind of busy thinking about themselves. Right. So sometimes we like feel insecure that oh like I don't look very good in this video particular video or whatever. But not a lot of people actually notice. Mm-hmm. And the people who do notice, they they are not pro- they're probably not in a very good place themselves. Mm-hmm. Yeah, to be like judging. But I think generally, a lot of people when they see somebody else putting themselves out there, they're like, wow, like you're doing something actually. You're doing something different. Mm. You know, and you're putting yourself out there and like this passion that you have is interesting. And I feel like another thing to think about is if your content can like help one person and one person is even willing and interested to watch it, like that's that's all the reason you need to put yourself out there. Right. I like mm. that. I really like that. I think it always starts with one person, right? Yeah. You, you, like, you don't post on video and suddenly you get like, maybe some people do, but you don't like, like have suddenly 10K people who love you and follow you. Yeah, it takes time. Right. I think there's another fear of like, if I post, nobody's going to watch, nobody will care. Like, why? why? Like, you know, nobody's going to care. But there are people who can, to be honest. There are people. Mm-mm-mm-mm. Thank you so much. Like, uh, I just want to resonate again to what you say, like focusing on one person at a time. I think we are so drawn to the thousand views. Yes, yes, definitely. Right. Do you face it yourself? Yes, I do. Like, especially now that, like, now that I have, I think, like, a substantial amount of following, sometimes the numbers, I try not to let them get to me because all these numbers are, it's not just the number, they are all people. Mm-hmm. But sometimes it does get to me like mm, this video didn't do that well. Mm. Like, like oh, I usually get 100k views. 50k views, it's nothing, man. Like, like it didn't <laughs> perform very well. But 50,000 people, are, it's a lot of people, right? you know. If you think about it, exactly. So, yeah. Yeah, yeah sometimes we could be just caught up with the numbers. I yeah. Think. Yeah, to hear you say that, you know, really learn to focus on that one 
I think it really changes your content altogether, right? And I don't know about you right now. Do you do you struggle with like, oh my gosh, how can I improve my content? What should I do and all? Do you struggle with that? How do you cope with it? Um, I think I'm always thinking of like what content I can do next. And I'm also always thinking of how I can improve or like, sometimes I can get caught up with like, if a video doesn't do well, I'm thinking like, is it the intro that it wasn't very catching or like, like what, what when I try to think like what went wrong, <laughs> but I feel like a lot of the times it's like a factor of things. Did I post it at the right time? Like, for me personally right now, I feel like my content isn't really the issue. Like there are many other factors that play into whether a, a video performs well. Mm-hmm. So, but instead of like getting like upset and like very like obsessed over what I might have done wrong, yeah. I just try to focus on the next thing that's coming because I think I plan out a lot of things as well. I'm always like, okay, what's next? Then like, okay, this video didn't, didn't do very well. I grieve about it for a while. Then I'm like, okay, I have to film this video next. So mm. it just keeps going and going. So what you're saying is that you always focus on the next thing and that kind of keeps you yeah. moving forward. Right. Yeah. Right. Instead, yeah. Instead, like, it helps me to keep going forward because I know what I want to do next instead of getting obsessed with like how badly a video did in the past, that kind of thing. Right. Mm. Can you walk us through that moment when you posted your first video? Like, what was going on in your mind? I mean, I think I think when I posted my first video on TikTok, I was definitely... Okay, on TikTok, it was okay because TikTok, it was a totally new place. But I guess yeah. on Instagram, it was a bit like... Like, this is a bit different from what I usually do, like photos and things. Uh-huh. Like, I feel like the lighting probably wasn't very good or like the audio quality was like a bit, you know, a bit like trash. So I was like, this is not really my best work. Like I don't, I'm not like, you know, super happy about it. But I mean, I'm proud of myself for coming out of the video, but it's not the best mm-hmm. because I just started. But I hope that people will like the video. Definitely. I Definitely. I hope that people will like the video and that many yeah. people will watch it. Yeah. So I think that was the things that were going through. In my head, yeah. All right. It's good. It's not like you. Your heart was beating 10 times faster. <laughs> no lah. Not, not, not that intense. Not intense. Okay. Right, right. You know, today, till today, whenever I post something, I'll, I don't know, it may, it's just me. You know, I'll, I'll be like, mm. oh my gosh, is everything mm. okay? Is all yeah. the edits okay? Yeah, yeah, yeah. What if there's a glitch? What if I mispronounce something? Oh mm. gosh, you know. Yeah. Just that. And and in your in your journey through, through that, like let's say for example, right? Uh, if someone said like, uh, hey Christine, uh, did you post something wrong? What what happened here and all? Have you have you faced that before? That kind of thing or nah? Mm, I think I think I've never posted anything like wrong before but there, if there was like an issue or whatever I'll be like wait what like wait let me check like you know what like yeah. what's happening like <laughs> that kind of thing yeah yeah, yeah that, that that really really t- tense moment right yeah, yeah I and I think especially with the food right now because I post like recipes of food and things mm-hmm. sometimes there's a lot of like cultural like issues with that 
I'm not sure. Like sometimes I mispronounce things or like, I think because there are a lot of issues overseas about, you know, um, cultural misrepresentation and things like that. So now that I do recipes, I need to be very sure of like, if this is an Indian dish, it's an Indian dish. Like I need to get it right. So I think there's a fear in that sense. Right. Yeah. I love the dal, by the way. It looks really Uh, good. Thank you. (laughs) Yeah. That particular video, right? In on TikTok, I posted it, and my caption was "dal curry mamak style," because this is the type of dal. Because, like, I cannot like I feel like Indian food is so vast, and there's so many different like spices and everything. Yeah. And I feel like I'm not really, I've not really eaten Indian Indian food because. I've never been to India, but I know Indian Malaysian food, but I feel like it's very different from Indian food. So I wanted to say that it is a mamak style version. Mm. So a lot of people were commenting, this isn't a mamak dish. It's an Indian dish, like name it correctly. And I'm like, hi, sorry. But like, you know, I said this mamak style, you know, like, right, you know. Right, right. Even, yeah. even you have taken the, the few steps and the effort to like, I, it's just interesting how you really thought about it. Like, you know, I think some people might think it's an Indian dish, la, Indian dish, la, you know what I mean? Yeah. But you actually take the time to think, you know what? Indian dish is vast, it's big, hmm. you know, and you are right. There are lots of different types of lentils, you know, mm-hmm. the way, different ways of cooking dal and all. Mm. Yeah, but I think to even think that far. But yet at the same time, you've got all this, can I call them haters or uh. critics? Critiques, but I guess, yeah. I think people who just like comment negative stuff, like, but it's not like people can point it out in a very nice way, but they just like straight up. Straight up, right? How, yeah, how, do, like, you, how do you deal with it? Like, okay, maybe um, one or two comments. I don't know. I'm imagining like it's fine, but 10, 20, like, yo, get it right, Christine. It's not mm. mama, it's Indian stuff. Like, how, how, how do you deal with it? Um, I, I think generally I don't get a lot of hate, which I'm very grateful for. La. Yes. Okay, but I think nice. for these kind of comments, I do feel like bad. As in when I, when I first saw the comment, I was like, like I it wasn't my intention to misrepresent this and it wasn't my mistake. I feel like it was the person who like kind of misunderstood my caption or like mm. whatever that I was saying. Yeah. Um I the, but the thing is I feel like on social media, especially on TikTok, it's very easy to misunderstand because videos are less than a minute long, you know? How, how much can you explain about a recipe in a video in one minute? Oh, you can explain right. the whole history, right? Yeah. So yeah. I think people, sometimes they can, it's very easy to misunderstand. So just try to control my anger and just like, tell them nicely, like, oh, I actually said mama style, not, um, I try to clarify myself. But if they keep like, like, if they don't like, if they keep going at it, then I just like I just don't no comment lah. I just don't reply. Right, yeah. right, right. Well, guys, that's one way how you deal with the haters <laughs> and the critics out there. Yeah, because I think that the reality sometimes is when uh, people give negative feedbacks and comments, and they always uh, air quote meant good, you know. Mm. Oh, you know, but sometimes the way they say it or the way mm. they interpret it or their intention, you know. Man, it can really get to you. But hey, mm. you know what? I think hearing from you, I think there's a very good mechanism that you have in place. Um, as I'm just talking to you and having this conversation, I could just really sense how your culture, your family and your upbringing has really brought you to where you are. 
And I mm. think, you know, this courage that you have, this boldness that you have, I just want to say I'm really encouraged by it again um, and how all of this has really transformed you to really build and create such amazing contents. So before we, we end this episode, if you could really, like, if you've seen someone with potential, right, you see a meet mm-hmm. a friend you know, and they really could do something. And again, this is the world of social media, right? How would you encourage them or point them towards the direction to like, hey, you know what? Do this. I guess I would kind of ask them what they actually really want from what they're doing, from their passion. And if they are, if they want to put themselves out there and like start posting content that's different from what they usually do, but they're afraid to, I would really just encourage them to do it. And to just like tell them that if nobody's like your, if nobody wants to watch you, I will watch you. I'll be your first viewer. And I'm sure that you'll be able to grow a community that really is interested in what you do. Yeah. So you just really have to, like, you just really have to take the first step. Like the first step is the scariest. The first post is the scariest. But after that, eventually it gets better and better. Right. Well, there you hear it from Christine. Thank you so much, Christine. Um, I really enjoy um, this episode. Um, as I think there's so many um, step-by-step how to create contents out there and I think people mm-hmm. will know what to do. But I think from this episode, what I capture from you is really the heart and your passion to do what you love. And again, to end this podcast, to reiterate what you say, to really focus one person at a time. Thank you so much, mm-hmm. Christine. Thank you for having me. I hope you enjoyed this podcast. Soul Food is part of a community and we believe that connections matter. Follow us on our Instagram at Soul Malaysia or mine at Daniel Quillen and we would love to connect with you. Send us a DM if you've got any questions. Thank you for listening and do share this podcast with your friends.